Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show right here on Block Talk Radio, the network of champions. And how do I know that? Because I don't. <laughs> anyway, I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and welcome to another edition, a Wednesday night edition of the Stoop. Uh, we're waiting for Jewel Tatey. She'll be joining us shortly. A little bit of technical difficulty on her end, but she'll be here in just a few moments. And a big show tonight. First of all, before we get into tonight's show, let's thank our very special guest from Monday night, the wonderful Elizabeth Ho. Uh, she's in a new show, Disjointed, on Netflix with Kathy Bates. The show is pretty darn funny, and Elizabeth is outstanding, outstanding here as our guest on Stoop. Lovely funny just a great time and we were more than happy to have her here and welcome her back so if you haven't checked out that show yet there's archived episodes blocktalkradio.com search the stoop tonight a great show tonight uh a lovely actress beautiful and talented and she's been uh, in so many different shows you'll remember her probably best for her latest role reoccurring as Chelsea on Two and a Half Men. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Jennifer Taylor will be with us tonight, and she will be her usual wonderful self. We certainly do hope that. Joel, how are you doing tonight? Hi. I'm sorry about people. I'm here. All right. A little, uh, as always, a little bit of technical difficulty here in the beginning of the program, but we have Joel with us now. And Jules is catching up on some things, telling the folks about Elizabeth Ho and welcoming Jim Taylor uh, for tonight's show. Uh, what do you think? I'm It's, it's going to be such a great show. Hopefully, uh, we're upbeat. I'm staticky. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, all right, a little on that. We'll work get around it and we'll do what we got to do um, before we have our guest on tonight. Reminder. For those who are listening, and if you're new to the show and you're listening for the first time, or if you listen to us all the time, reminder that Monday night is a massive episode here on The Stoop. That's right, folks. We have gone to the depths to bring you one of the best and most talented female rock stars of all time. The amazing Lita Ford will be here Monday night. Sure, that's right. She'll be here Monday night on the stoop. And we absolutely positively cannot wait. And we absolutely positively want to beg the people of Block Talk Radio to get rid of our little glitches. Right, Joel? <laughs> right. How do I sound? Okay. Uh, you're you're getting better. Still some skips, but okay. like I said, we'll work through that as we go. So Let's get to the top five list, and the show must go on as it always does. And tonight's top five list, kind of in honor of Jennifer Taylor, being that she played Chelsea on Two and a Half Men, was in a big relationship with Charlie Harper, and it was one of the relationships that you follow. And it's top five favorite TV couples. This is our favorite TV couples from TV shows. It could be husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. could be a little bit of anything. Top five favorite couples. And, uh, Jewel, if you would like, I will allow you to take first crack at it. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Since you said being platonic and whatnot, I chose from the one head, Carol and Carol. Because there is no relationship like the one 
Daryl and Carol share. Um, they just had each other's back. And the best friends. Some thought it was going to go romantical uh, to the later seasons, but no. They just stayed true friends who definitely have each other's back. Um, do, do you want to do your top, your number five, Jeff? No, go ahead. Try and uh, finish through, and then we'll work on some uh, <laughs> something. Sorry, Sorry about that. I have to call back in. Um, uh, number four from Sons of Anarchy, Jax and Dr. Tara. Okay, now? Okay. Um, Jax and Tara have a cool relationship. They were they were kind of high school sweethearts off the beaten path. He had a biker gang with his family. And Tara went on to med school and, become, and became a successful doctor. But they met up, and Tara is a ride-or-die bitch, and that's why I love her. And she really gets killed by one of Jax's family members. I won't give away too much, but I love her character and I love Jax's character in that show. So it's good stuff. Number four, Jax. Number three, how are we doing, Jax? Yeah, keep uh, keep going on. We got we got you so far. Okay. Um, number three, Carrie and Big from Sex and the City. Sex and the City. I'm like <laughs> all chicks that I know, but I love this show and I love their relationship. They just have so many ups and downs, and you know that he is just going to be it for Carrie in the end. Um, they go through a lot of struggles, but come out on top, and that's just the fairy tale. And Carrie gets the fairy tale at the end. Um, Another Sex in the Three, Sex in the City Three movie, but that just got that, and my heart is broken in a million pieces because I heard it was a phenomenal story. But to have Sex in the City One and Two, our hearts forever, and Carrie and Big still end up together. So I love them. Number two, they were lovey dovey, they were ghouly, they were creepy. I love them, love them much. Morsha and Humid from the Adams family. Um, they're just, yeah, they're just all over each other. And you can tell every year, and it's a millennia of relationship, they still are made and love each other. So I love this couple. It reminds me of my parents because my parents are still madly in love, jealous of each other. And I want to end up. I, I love these people. I, I remember being a child and, and finding out that they, they both had passed, and I I broke down. And um, just because I was so obsessed with I loved Lee as a kid, but seeing the relationship and they just truly loved each other, and they loved each other in real life, which made it even more realistic and and heartwarming. So, Lucy and Ricky, number one. That's my top five. All right, they. Uh... Very good list. Unfortunately, uh, too a little static. But a great list, nonetheless. Oh, sorry. Uh, not on you. We certainly know where it's coming from. Hint, hint, blogtalkradio.com. Anyway, great list. And uh, now time for my top five list. And I'm going to start off with number five. And it's Donna and Eric from that 70s show. Uh, the... Kind of a classic uh, boy and girl next door, uh, kind of a nerdy Eric Foreman, you know, lands the sexy Donna, and they just got to be really cute together. Made the show fun and, and picking on them 
uh, the, you know, the gang picking on them added to the fun. So that was great. That was that was going Donna and Eric from that '70s show, number five. Uh, number four, Kevin and Winnie from the Wonder Years. Who didn't love those young kids? Who didn't root for Kevin um, to get the lovely uh, Winnie? So sweet, just that little girl that everybody wanted to date. And uh, Kevin got her, and he was good to her. They had a good relationship and a good run on that show. Ups and downs, as you would expect, nonetheless. But wonderful, the wonder years. Number three, Corey and Topanga, Boy Meets World. Um, Yeah, a lot of us men were jealous of good old Corey for getting Topanga. Every guy loves Topanga. Every guy still loves Topanga. She was wonderful on that show. Uh, played the very bright young lady in the class and was kind of nerdy. And then eventually uh, it took off. The two of them got together. And it was one of our all-time favorites. That's number three for me, Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. Number two, this one's a little different, but I had to go with these guys at number two. That's right, guys. Modern Family, Mitchell and Cameron. Oh. I got to tell you, how do you not love Mitchell and Cameron? I mean, yeah, gay couple, but something you don't see a lot on TV. A gay couple, and it's very open. They're funny. They just do nothing wrong. Everything they do is just hilarious. They're the perfect dysfunctional kind of couple. Not dysfunctional because they're homosexual, but dysfunctional because they're total opposites of one another. It's just hilarious, and it's one of the greatest things on modern TV. Modern Family, Mitchell and Cameron, number two. And number one, hands down, this was so easy. When I first came off the list, this one jumps right off the page. Joni Cunningham and Chachi Arcola. That's right, folks. Joni and Chachi from Happy Days. And then Joni loves Chachi. They had their own spinoff. And just adorable. I mean, we remember them on the show as kids. And Chachi used to always chase Joni around. She would you know, say, not in your dreams and never in this lifetime. And how about it punch you in the face and all this kind of crazy stuff. And then one day it happened. And then we rooted for him the whole way through. And, yeah, that that's easily my number one, Joni and Chachi. Wow. Very that's fun. So I enjoyed good. that. Thank you very much. Yeah. We're going to run down that booth list. We're going to go back down to Jules. And it's uh, number five, Daryl and Carol from Walking Dead. I'm not a Walking Dead guy. I know I'm going to get heat. Number four. Yeah, uh, I know. Number four, every woman's <laughs> fantasy, Jax and Tara. Jax and Tara from Sons of Anarchy. Number three, Carrie and Big. That's right, Mr. Big from Sex in the City. That was one of the top all-time favorites when you read all these lists, Carrie and Big. Uh, number two, Morticia and Gomez Adams. Lovely couple. So lovable. Always, like I said, always on, all over each other. Always loving and kissing and... Love it. They had something special there. Number one, of course, Lucy and Ricky Ricardo from the I Love Lucy series. Uh, Jeff came back with uh, Donna and Eric from that 70s show. Kevin and Winnie from The Wonder Years. We did love the adorable Kevin and Winnie. Number three was Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. Number two, still one of my all-time favorites, Mitch and Cameron from Modern Family. Number one, Joni and Chachi. Yay. Couples. I love that they were a different list, too. Like, we didn't have any other Yeah, names. me too. Totally different. Not only is it totally different, but I'm glad no, neither one of us said Ross and Rachel because Ross works on my nerves. Ah, <laughs> and I love Ross. And I love, just think they're just... A little bit annoying. And Ross went a little crazy at the end. And there's this whole 
conspiracy theory, but I don't know if I want to get into that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, who didn't love Rachel? And nobody liked Ross. So no Ross and Rachel. <laughs> they did Ross. not. I like Ross. Couldn't stand Ross. Couldn't stand Ross. All right. So uh, again, at eight thirty. If Blog Talk Radio keeps us both here, me and Jewel will be talking to one of my absolute favorite smiles in Hollywood, the beautiful and gorgeous and talented and funny Jennifer Taylor. So we look forward to that. Yay! Points of discussion, that's what we do here. We talk about some topics, be it sports or Hollywood or music or movies or anything of that nature. It's funny because when we um, went to do this, we both wrote down the, the same idea first on a piece of paper. And yep. that is uh, the news that Jared Leto has been tapped by uh, director uh, Brett Radner to portray Hugh Hefner in a biopic project just being announced. Some people are against having Jared Leto in there, and, um, you know, I, I think it's a good choice. Do you think it's a good choice? And, and are people getting tired of the Jared Leto thing? Um, I don't know how you could get tired of Jared Leto because- I don't know. For instance, Mark Wahlberg was in 10,000 movies this year. Um, I think Jared Leto's an excellent actor. He's definitely a method actor. Um, for the set of Suicide Squad, he was known to like get into his character of the Joker so much that he actually sent members of the cast used condoms and pigs. Dead pigs. Like, he was the Joker. <laughs> like, playing pranks on people. So he definitely gets into it like a Jim Carrey would. But I think there's other people that may be better, but I think Arletto might want it more. Uh, they wanted Robert Downey Jr. before. But I saw this fun thing. You know, it was like a doppelganger for Hugh Hefner. Like, no shit. You have to look it up. It's Andrew Garfield. He looks exactly like a young Hugh Hefner. So that could be a good choice. He's also a, a fast actor. But, um, yeah, Jared Leto seems to want it, and it might do him. Um, you know, there might be some other options, but I don't know. What, like, what are your thoughts? I think Andrew Garfield sucks as an actor, so I wouldn't want to see him in a million years. Really? Uh, <laughs> absolutely, I think he's terrible. <laughs> um, and, I mean, if, you know, you talk about Jared Leto getting into the role, maybe they should try casting me as you have to, because I certainly think I can get in that role. Surrounding myself ah. by hundreds of uh, <laughs> naked women. You know, I think I can give that a shot. That's <laughs> method acting right there. I have to sweat yeah. that one out. That's hey, a you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not anti-Jarrett Leto. For me, and I know I'm going to get a lot of heat when I say this, I would go Leo. Now, what's wrong with Leonardo DiCaprio putting a little Hugh Hefner on it? He does yeah. a lot of biopics. You know, why not? He's like following his footsteps already. I know, right? So, I mean, I like, uh, hmm. I mean, uh, they showed pictures of. Uh, Jarrett Leto in a potential uh, Hugh Hefner kind of role of the slick back hair and the robe on. And, you know, I, I think he would do a good job with it. Suicide Squad was not a great movie, but I don't blame him. Certainly don't blame Margot Robbie. I think she was fantastic. No, um, they were the best part. Yeah, the rest of the cast was, was nothing special, and the, the script wasn't special, but definitely nothing on, on those two. I th- think they both did a good job. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. It's a, it's a movie, uh, no real set date a project that was just announced. It said Brett Ratner is the man in charge of uh, getting this project off the ground, and Jared Leto is the uh, early favorite to play mm-hmm. the great Hugh Hefner. Congratulations. Let me ask you, Jeff. 
Do you think yes. uh, they're going to make a Tom Petty movie soon? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, tough to say. I don't see why not. I mean, they, they've yeah. done it for music legends a lot. Um, you know, Johnny Cash is one that comes to mind in a movie that got a lot of uh, critical acclaim. Um, so I don't see why not. It's not a terrible thing. A lot of people love Tom Petty, and uh, so yeah, that's something I would I would get into. I, I would look forward to, to seeing something like that. Um, yeah. I guess we're going to see. Cool. I guess we're going to see more. Uh, who would play Tom Petty? Uh, oof, hmm. I, um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm oh, sure they're out there. You know, like a Dave Grohl would be awesome. Maybe, and that's a possibility. Uh, how about, about the axe, maybe? <laughs> maybe Brad Pitt? You know, getting the scruffy look Whoa. again, that scruffy look. You know, with Brad Pitt or, or um, you know, those guys out there. You know, it's definitely something that could be had. Maybe we, uh, maybe we tackle it. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your enthusiasm is just boiling over. So I guess figures yeah. that project that quickly. So <laughs> let's get on to something else. All right. So yesterday was National Boyfriend Day. Mm. Yep, that's right. National Boyfriend Day. Um, are the national days uh, getting kind of played out? Like everything's a national day. Today's like National Eat Tacos Day. And yesterday's National Boyfriend Day. And then National Stub Your and curse up a storm day is coming up soon, I'm sure. Uh, uh, are the days played out? Did you celebrate uh, Boyfriend Day? Uh, did you do anything special for your boyfriend? <laughs> now, listen to me. I am all for, like, I don't know, Grandparents Day and National Coffee Day was fabulous because we got great coffee. I mean, I do lovely stuff for my boyfriend every day, you know? Um, <laughs> I, and, and for the record, we just passed National Girlfriend Day, which I didn't hear any hype about whatsoever. And it was actually on my sister's birthday, August 1st. It's on August 1st, next next birthday. So Sharon, Sharon's a uh, uh, significant other. She, he better be ready for it. But, uh, yeah, National Boyfriend Day, I, used to, I said to Mike, I'm like, hmm, it's National Boyfriend Day. See, we're, we're so mu- much more than and a girlfriend, I, I feel like like we've been together for nine years, and uh, he's more than a boyfriend to me. Even though you know, but we, we we do we spoil each other all the time. So um, we don't need a day for it. We didn't have a lot of time yesterday, but you know we always try to make time for each other, no matter what day it is or how busy we get. That's pretty yeah, awesome. That's he's awesome. more than a boyfriend. I think it wasn't that a Bee Gees song. More than a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Too old to have a boyfriend. You're never too old to have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Tell him I that. I got a girlfriend, <laughs> but I married her. My girlfriend yeah. is my wife. She is my girlfriend. That's awesome. That's usually the succession that happens. <laughs> no, it's not a succession. She's still my girlfriend and my wife. She got a double role. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on what kind of fights right. we have that day. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Um, no, but I mean, you know, everything is a, a special day, and you know, people want to do the special thing on a special day. Like, I don't need National Beer Drinking Day to tell me to go out and drink beer. Pretty sure I can handle it Hey-oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. 
any national day you'd like to see or any national day you really get in to celebrate? How about national <laughs> I get a damn day. <laughs> I get to go to the gym and just relax day. Because Mother's Day, I, I love Mother's Day, but I don't have to run around. I have to run around to my mother-in-law's my mother. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't get much break. So National Girlfriend Day could be a day where I could just, like, relax, go to the gym, go get my nails done, hair done. You know what I mean? Something like that. Any day I get some sort of a break to go out house is fine by me. What about you? Do you like National uh, Drink Your Ass Off Day? That, that's you know that could be any day. That's that's easy. I don't need to, I don't yeah. need anybody to tell me that. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I I've got a national day and we're gonna make it Monday, October ninth. We're gonna make it National Stoop Radio Show Day. Why not? Let's make it a national Woo-hoo! day. Since everybody responds to national days by going out and making sure they do the thing of the special day. Listen to the stoop and Miss Lita Fort, October ninth. That is Lita the most Ford. lowest cheapest plug ever. Look how we did that. Nice cheap. It's incredible. <laughs> October 9th. But yeah, Pink we'll make Tober. it National Stoop Day. Pinktober, Lita Ford, National Stoop Day. It's happening. All right, so we go yeah. from Boyfriend Day to Ex-Husband, Ex-Wife Day, if you will. Shocked when I heard this because this is kind of something that would happen to me. Uh, an Edmonton couple, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. An Edmonton couple had a rather unusual dispute in divorce court as they battled over Edmonton Oilers hockey season tickets. So the court ordered them to split games so they'll each get a, a fair share of home games. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, hockey tickets. There's nothing sacred in... Oh, hold on one second. I, I got to hold you right there. I think we're already joined by our game. Hello, Jennifer Taylor. You're on the stoop. Hi, how are you? We are great. How are you? It's, uh, I want to thank hello. you for, uh, for. hello, yeah, we're here. Uh, we want to thank you uh, for taking the time to call in and join us on the show tonight. How are you this evening? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you Absolutely. for coming on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm um, definitely a very big fan. Uh, when we reached out and you're uh, – your public relations team did great work, told us uh, that you would love to do the show. We got very excited. So we're glad to have you on. We're going to ask you some questions and get to know a little bit about you. Uh, let's jump right into it. Um, you've been in so many shows and so many movies. When did you first get into acting, and when did you uh, first think you had what it took to succeed? <laughs> I, don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I've gotten there yet, thinking I, I have what it takes. <laughs> um, the first time I wanted to act was when I was in like second grade after going to see um, Annie on Broadway. Um, but I might as well have said I want to go to the moon because I don't uh, <laughs> I, I don't have anybody who, who's in the business. Um, and then I started modeling in Miami and then um, I booked my first job was Wild Things and I'm like, huh, I should probably learn how to act. So I kind of did things backwards. No. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I I thought you were great in it. Uh, Wild Things was a, um, you know, it was one of those movies that the men kind of went to see for the, uh, 
<laughs> for the background more acting, than the actual acting. acting. Well, <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Um, but that was literally my first acting job, and my first day on set, I had to kiss Matt Dillon, and I literally fell onto him um, <laughs> because I'm a klutz. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Gosh. Well, how was he? Was he nice to you? Was he? He seems kind of an angel. He was. <laughs> Real life. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, he was great. Honestly, like I really, I haven't, I haven't worked with anybody who hasn't been been cool to me. Oh, um, good. So yeah, so it, um, he was very cool, and it was a, a a great first experience after the embarrassment of tripping into him. Um, and after that, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I mean that guy had to have some kind of story from that set. Uh you trip and fall on top of him, uh and Denise Richards and Nev Campbell. I gotta become an actor. I don't know what I'm doing myself. I should be acting. <laughs> uh so another one that was big, um one of your more famous roles and that we loved. We loved you as Chelsea in Two and a Half Men. Um, yes. what was it like what was it like filming that show? There a lot was there as much chaos on the set, as we heard, was there a lot of big drama going on, or was it pretty smooth and relaxed? Um, you know what? For me, it was it was very smooth. Most of the time, you have to understand that was like a dream come true for me because I was going back home to Florida until I got that job, and um, I'd also just had uh, my second baby, so I had a four month old, and I was going back to school to finish my degree all at once with that job so I had blinders on I was just I would go do my work and go home but everyone there was wonderful which is why like at the end when everything sort of came off the rails I was a bit clueless yeah I didn't know at the end I kind of did but um but I, I like I Everybody on that set was just just wonderful. So did you get a memo when it was starting to go, go off the rails? Like, hey. Uh. Well, <laughs> you know, at a certain point, the, the second season that I was there at Chelsea, um, you know, we shut down a couple of times. And, um, you know, sometimes I would have to look on TMZ to find out uh, oh. what was going on with our show. <laughs> um, wow. But then I was, wasn't there for that last season. So I didn't get to, to see anything, which was kind of a blessing because I, I really didn't need front row seats to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, um, was, it was all, we, we saw it constantly. Um, do you think, I mean, obviously, do you think once Charlie Sheen uh, left the show that it, it kind of came to an end? Like, did you find it to even have the same appeal in watching it? You know what? I don't know. Um you know, a lot of people have very strong opinions of that. I, I love the show with Charlie on it. Um, yes. I also am just really thankful that Ashton came on and saved everybody's job. Um, yeah. You know, for a few more seasons, all of those people um, that I really grew to care about, they got to continue. So I think that that's wonderful. It, it became a different show. It was like two completely different shows. Yeah. Well, um, how, how, I, you don't have to delve 
however deep into this you don't want to get. But how was Charlie with you? Were you were you close? Were you friends? Um, oh, I adored Charlie. I mean, yeah, we awesome. were we were we were cool. Like I, I think sometimes at first he didn't know what to do with me just because I really didn't want anything from him. Like I was just just a friend. We were yeah. we were totally cool. So. Um, yeah, it was just hard to see that there at the end, but I just, I really, I really hope he's doing well because he was nothing but awesome to me. And on the other flip side, so was Chuck. And I know that the two of them had issues, of course, I didn't see because my blinders, um, but right. I <laughs> adore him too. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, great. He, you know, he, he does more of marvelous work, I and mean, Chuck Lurie um, makes tremendous shows. But you get those egos in there. I mean, you know, obviously the show wasn't the same for a lot of the fans without Charlie Sheen. But having yeah. you on it certainly was wonderful. And, I mean, everybody was, you know, was very happy that Charlie okay. finally found an amazing woman in Chelsea. So that was a great episode and, I mean, a great series and it a great was run. fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. That's excellent. So you actually played a, a couple different roles on that show through its through its series, like probably three or four different characters? Yeah. Four different characters. And they liked you that much. It just <laughs> kept on bringing you back. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I was I was thrilled. I had done a, a pilot um, before Two and a Half Men um, with Chuck and all the writers, and it didn't it didn't get picked up. And then very soon after that, Two and a Half Men came along, and so they gave me a small part on it. And then they're like, we'll totally have you back. And then two seasons later, they had me back. And then uh, another couple of seasons later, they replaced somebody, like, on the Friday. And so I came in for another character. And then <laughs> then after that, I auditioned for Chelsea, and that that was my last character. How did you manage all that? And, and having, uh, you said two kids at the time. How did, how did you, like, juggle it all? Were you, were you open to keep coming back on the show? Were you close to like the studio and stuff? Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't far from me, and um, honestly, like the sitcom hours are a dream, so it, it was okay. And like when I went on as Chelsea, my daughter was four months old, so I just would have like a friend come with me on set, and then uh, you know, then after when she was like eight months old, then I you know I felt comfortable enough to let her go to um, our daycare for a few hours. Yeah. But, yeah, it That's was, pretty it was it, I mean, it worked out great. That's good. I mean, we, I mean, Jewel is a mother. Uh, I don't have kids yet, but Jewel is a mother. Every time we get um, female celebrities on with children, she always likes to know, just to get pointers on how to, you know, budget the time between acting and how old are or music kids? and, um, she's, she's like three and a half, but I also went back to work oh. at, when she was four months old and it was just so, she's my first. So it was just so difficult. Like that, that first oh. couple of weeks at work were just so hard, but it has to be it done. Is. You know? It's like ripping your heart out, but it is. Um, you know what? I just figured like, okay, I'm supposed, I have a job. I have a passion, uh, you know, for, for working, for acting. And I also have children, and so you just have to split your time between the two. I I think that being able to still do what I do makes me a better mom. 
because exactly. I still get yeah. to have a break and then come back and give them a hundred percent. Totally. And you're happier for it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I like, I call front loading. Like when your kids get older, like at school and volunteering and stuff. So when I have nothing going on, I'm like, I'm always there. I'm always doing everything to kind of make up for when, you know, say I have to go away for a few weeks to, to shoot something then yeah. the guilt is mitigated a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I feel your feel. I'm sure it's got to be. Um, we, you know, we love hearing that. You know, when when parents and you know, when do their jobs so well, it, it's it's great to see. Um, something about you that I've always noticed, Jennifer. You have one of the best smiles. What I always tell everybody that I love your smile, and uh, it really lights up the screen. Do you like being? Do you like playing the role of sex symbol? Do you like serious roles? What's kind of what's kind of your favorite thing you love to do when you act? Um, uh, just actually acting and working. I I like that. <laughs> um, but, but a break. I, <laughs> yeah, like if I had to, it's hard because I really, I really like both. Like I enjoy. I enjoy comedy, but I think my natural tendency is drama. Um, okay. I really, really like broken characters. I like, I like characters that you, you don't really like or don't like their choices, but then there's always some redemption, there's some redeeming quality. Those are the things I really love. Um, oh, great. But I, I also, I also like, um, I like comedy. Like I'm, I, I I'm I'm not that I'm not that that picky when it comes to roles. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it has to be good. Like I have to feel connected to it. It just can't yeah. be sure. just you know just a uh, you know nothing. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Well, like with some substance, you know. Are there any uh, shows or, or movie series out now that you uh, would like to be a part of? Oh gosh. Tons, especially because I'm a Marvel geek. Um, <laughs> yes, nice. I love like Marvel shows. Um, I would love to do one of those. That's awesome. But gosh, I don't, because I like to do different things. Like, uh, you know, I hadn't done. Uh, I, I I've played a couple crazy roles, like on Lifetime, and those are always really really fun. Um, stalker mother. You call it stalking. I just call it mothering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, like I read that and I'm like, okay, what's what's the problem here? Yeah. I don't that's how I am. I don't care what you think. I will be yeah, a stalker. I, yeah, my kids know I am all over you until oh you are a teen. Yeah. Oh. So what, what Marvel? Like what Marvel series do you watch? Do you watch like um, oh, The Flash is DC. Oh, <laughs> What's another oh, well, one? oh gosh, that's right. I am. I always get confused on them because we watch my kids and I. We watch Marvel Agents of Agents of Field. Oh yeah, but they were also we found we discovered Flash over the over the summer and we binge watched it. <laughs> and I'm like counting the days until I get to see my Flash again. <laughs> it's really good. So I guess I'm I'm not just a Marvel geek. I'm just a geek. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. 
We are. That's what that's what joins us all together. A little bit of geekdom. <laughs> um, so yeah. in between all this, in between all this that we're talking about, being an actress, being a great mom, uh, I read you also have a um, a BA in social sciences, and that's pretty awesome. Would you uh, would you ever trade acting for a big job in social sciences? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I ended up getting my degree in sociology. I, I changed it a lot of times over the years. I, I don't know about that. I think sometimes I think, because people like to talk to me, and I listen, <laughs> and um, I also, if they ask my opinion, I have no problem giving that. Um, <laughs> but as far as, you know, maybe being a... a, a psychologist in some manner I, I don't think so I kind of like my gig yeah <laughs> yeah so do we so that's pretty stick, sweet gig <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think maybe that the, um, but it is interesting just you know um, having especially a lot of books I read tend to have a sociological slant to them so I think I look at people differently and relationships and the way people um, interact with each other. I find interesting just um, not getting paid for it. <laughs> sure. Um, now, you know, going back, you said you like playing kind of the broken character or the character that gets into these uh, odd situations. Do you think your background and your BA in sociology kind of helps you, like, work with human behavior, like kind of know how to act that way? Um, oh, that's interesting. Um, it could be. Um, I, I, I tend to think I'm also just a little bit more on the sensitive and introverted side, so maybe, maybe that. Um, but yeah, definitely, I would say, especially when you're de- dealing with different characters that you know could be viewed as crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of knowing how things work but then I think you 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 know you want to make it real like like from their viewpoint because they don't think they're crazy right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I, we we looked at uh, some of your hobbies too and we found out that one of your hobbies was gardening can you go into a little bit about that and and do you have any time left to uh tend to your garden uh, well, yeah, there's not the, about the gardening thing. Um, I love uh, having a garden and with organic food, but my husband is the gardener. I oh. enjoy the fruits of his labor. <laughs> um, he calls me Mrs. Blackthumb because I I keep my children alive very well. Um, the plants, not so much. <laughs> so we have tons of stuff and I'm always like okay you cannot use pesticide you cannot do this I, you know we have uh, avocados and you know he's growing pineapples and kale and watermelon like anything you can think of he's got I, one day I got a package at the door from India and I'm like what the hell is this and there were two <laughs> cashew trees <I'm> wow like, <laughs> what do we need cashew trees for? <laughs> um, but, um, you know, that's, it's his passion. When he gets home from work, he loves to do it. And, and I love it too, but I don't actually participate unless he needs me for manual labor. 
That would be great, having fresh avocados. They're so hard to come by. I know. And they're so expensive right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Um, So, yeah, I love gardening, but I don't really partake in it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can't can't garden to save my life. I should really work on that. (laughs) I'm good at telling him what I want grown. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, somebody's got to dictate. Everybody's, there's got to be a leader in there somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so we saw you originally from Hoboken, New Jersey, and that interests us because we're Philadelphia people, uh, East Coasters. Um, how yeah. different is it from the days of the East Coast <laughs> moving out to the West Coast and, and Florida? Do, do you miss your days back in the rough and tough East Coast? Um, well, I was 10 when I left. Um, I was born in Hoboken, and that's where my my grandparents they had a they had a brownstone right on Washington there in Hoboken. Um, wow! Because my family, my dad came over from Italy when he was ten, so mm-hmm. uh, I remember being there a lot on the stoop, and it was a little Italian. You know, Hoboken was a little Italian neighborhood, and I I just knew my cousins, and um, so it was it was great growing up there. But I. You know, I, I didn't really grow up there because then we moved to Florida. And, um, you know, I I love living in Florida. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if I'd ever go move back to any of the, those places. I kind of, like, we've built a life here. My children were born here. But I do miss my family. I, I definitely miss them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's best about living out here. Sure. I mean, you can always uh, come visit your family. You can always hang out with uh, me and Jewel here from the stoop, and we'll get together and have a drink and garden. For, I can't. Just garden. not in the winter. <laughs> just Wait, not what? in the winter. Was your uh, home affected at all by the hurricane in Florida? Um, you know what? They uh, they just got some a little bit of wind damage, like trees down and stuff. My brother is a fireman paramedic, so... He had to be on shift for like five days um, and, you know, running calls and everything. But mostly they they were they were okay, thank God. Um, Nothing, nothing serious. But my brother does go to the Keys a lot. So he went down there to bring some water and gas to some people out by like Chakalovsky. And he said, Jen, it's it's like a war zone down there. Jesus. Oh, well, that's terrible. I know. Horrible. Yeah, we've uh, we've, we've had to deal, unfortunately, a lot with natural disasters. So we're trying to hope to break that out. So we try to do here on the show. We try to get upbeat characters, and we're, we're glad you came on with us because yeah. we love you and we love, like I said, your big smile. And we like talking, you know, to people <laughs> that are very upbeat. Um, <laughs> former Miss Florida, uh, your Florida, Florida, former Miss Florida. Uh, <laughs> what, what was what was pageant like life like? What was it like to be uh, beauty queens and in beauty pageants? Well, I am probably the what's that Sandra Bullock movie where congeniality like I am more her than than pageant girl <laughs> and um like literally I grew up as a tomboy and I I never I never thought about pageants but I had a good friend of mine and she's like hey you should do the Miss Florida pageant I was like. All right, that's fine. So <laughs> I did, and 
you know, um, not coming from that world. It, it was funny, like, you go in there for the first day for orientation, and um, I have on, like, jeans and flip-flops and a tank top and no makeup, and all of these girls, the, these women are, like, totally done up. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing here? Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't know what to do, but I have to tell you, I had the best time, like, these these women, like, yes, they were completely different from how I was, but they were they were they were so wonderful. And actually, a funny story: my brother's wife. Um, I didn't know this at a time. I didn't know her. Um, they weren't even they hadn't even met yet. But um, she had said that I was one of the only girls that was nice to her at the pageant, and I told her how to like you know, tape her boobs and, you know, like, <laughs> pro-grip her, her ba- bathing suit on her butt. And I, you know, I was, I was nice to her, and um, she ended up marrying my brother. Like, it's such a small world. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've seen you your boy's boobs. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> I didn't hear that. What did you say? You can tell us that I've <laughs> seen your wife's boobs. but you think there'd be some cattiness like in in, especially a competition like that you know what i mean it's so competitive and uh and that just takes me back to miss congeniality when she's like helping the girls and and she's all disheveled and stuff so no that's 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 awesome that you're just a a real girl (laughs) well and i think some of that did go on but like uh, i don't have time for that so i don't really (laughs) I don't really get involved with that, and um, you know, it, it it turned out great. Like the, I I did it twice, and the 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 second time I did it, because I did it with my friend again, um, and I got first runner up, and um, I I don't remember the footage, but a, but somebody watching said that when they called the uh, the winner's name at Mia's first first runner up instead of winner, I said, oh thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is um, yeah, because when I first when I started realizing like oh my gosh I actually have a chance I started freaking out a little bit because I'm like yeah. I no I I no I don't want to do this um, so everything worked out the way it was supposed to what what was your talent did you have oh one? no Miss Party USC there's no talent um, oh okay yeah Sorry. I can't I don't sing know. I can't dance. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, I love to sing, and I would go out there, and you know that that would have been horrible. You're karaoke. <laughs> You're just nice because you you're beautiful. We will not ask you to sing here on the stoop. We promise. <laughs> See, that's so the it thing. I don't. I don't care. It's the other people that would be like, "Oh my God, no." That's me. I yeah, sing that's to me. Jeff all that's the time, and he's like, dear Lord, no, please God help me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I got so, the, um, the, the passion, just not the talent. Yeah. <laughs> At least you got the look, and that's, I don't have the look for the, for the pageants. I don't have the talent. I've got nothing. I'm staying at a pageant. Me neither. Staying on the Mr. Yeah, Mr. I, Radio Face America. 
Um, so it says on your Twitter, and I saw this, it says that you love Mondays, which is kind of a shame because we do Mondays here on the stoop too. Maybe uh, down the road you come back with us and join us on a Monday. Um, our catchphrase is TGIM, thank God it's Monday. And we welcome you to start using oh, that. Love Mondays. Yes. I, I, do, I, I do. I love I love Mondays. Um, they're kind of a double-edged sword. Um, I decided, like, I love a fresh new week because anything can happen. So I yeah. told my kids, and then I drive, like, four or five other kids in, in carpool in the morning, and I'm like, always, oh, happy Monday. I'm like, if anything can happen Monday. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, because they're a bunch of middle schoolers. But I'm like, anything can happen. It is a fresh slate. It is a new week. And then there was one one day where um, my roof caved in um, because, like, we, like, there was a lot of rain and a hole. And they're like, uh, anything can happen Monday. I'm like, yeah, I understand. But you got to take the good with the bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, But, yeah, oh, I, you know what? I have not met anybody else who loves Mondays. We do. We do. <laughs> yeah, the TGIMs here. We are Monday junkies. I got to ask you this question because you just you brought it up, and now I got to ask you, your carpool uh, for a bunch of kids. When you go pick these kids up at the house, or do the, do the dads make their way out and kind of give you a wave <laughs> like, "Oh my God, it's Jennifer Taylor." <laughs> hey, Jen. No, no, no. How you doing? They do not because I'm friends with all of them, and they know me, and they're like. Yeah, no. (laughs) Everybody pretty much forgets that I work in TV and film because, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) The moms are all like, grr, looking out the window. It was like, no, I'm friends with all of them. And actually, one of their little sisters, one of the the girls in my carpool, little sister, um, we went to a movie premiere that – that I that I was in, and so we were leaving, and somebody asked for my autograph, and then um, the my, our, our little friend she asked her mom. She goes, "Mom, why are they talking to Mrs. Taylor, and why do they why do they want her autograph?" And she's like, "Oh, she's an actress." She's like, "Really? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like they." that it just doesn't even it's not even on their radar. Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. At least it's it's real and that's you know, they they don't you know, they don't take the adjust for that and that's pretty wonderful. Um so where can we see in the near future? Do you have some projects coming up? Anything you can talk about for us? Um well I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but um I did some episodes of Shameless this summer. So <gasps> starting in oh. November, um season eight of Shameless. Oh my God that's that's, so that's awesome. <laughs> we actually is, have a Steve Howie on on our show on the twenty fifth, so that's great. Cool. Yes, we love <laughs> we love Shameless. One of my absolute favorites. Well, I guess we can't delve too much into what your character was or what you did, but uh, but that's awesome. So that'll definitely give us another reason to watch. Uh, and if you're yeah. looking at their Taylor season eight of Shameless, that is outstanding. Wow. Um, so. <laughs> Before we go, we're just going to plug uh, your website. It's www.jennifertaylornline.com. And if you want to find Jennifer on Twitter, Jennifer B. Taylor uh, on Twitter. 
Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on. I can't tell you how much it means to me. I'm such a huge fan, and uh, Jules a big fan. This has been such a great time. Would you like to come on again and join us? Yeah, of course. <laughs> As thank for you so time. much. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. It really <laughs> means a lot. And uh, no, yeah, we, thank you guys. We can't Absolutely. wait to maybe see you in more stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe after Shameless has its run, we'll bring you back on again and talk about your character. Jennifer, have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. Oh, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that is one of the many reasons I love doing this show. The lovely Jennifer Taylor. Boy, she was she's fantastic. What a lovely woman. You you could just you know, it's it's a trick that they teach you in, in certain things like radio and, and customer service. Put a little mirror on top of your computer screen and watch how your facial reaction is to see how you come off to people. I could just picture her just just the biggest smile the entire time she's talking. Yeah, and I had the biggest smile. You could see my face. I had the biggest smile the entire time. I was laughing the entire time. I'm sorry if I was, like, laughing while she was talking, but she was so <laughs> sweet. She was just the sweetest. I, I can't believe she's going to be in Shameless, Jeff. That's crazy. Oh, that that's awesome. It just gives me another reason to watch, another reason to love it, and maybe we could squeeze uh, – a little more out of Steve Howie on the 25th about what uh, yeah. kind of role Jennifer's going to have. Oh, I can't wait to see her on. She's fantastic. I love her. I love her and everything. Uh, like in her early days, like she said, she was in Wild Things. She was in Waterboy. And you would see that face on the screen like, hey, who is that? Who is that woman? Because she was, you know, she had a big smile and quite a So present. pretty. And everything, oh, absolutely. Everything we hoped for. Uh, like I said, when I found out that she was going to come on with us, I was absolutely excited. And again, like I say, it worked better than I expected. Again, so you can check her out, www.jennifertaylor.online.com. Follow her on Twitter at Jennifer B. Taylor. The wonderful Jennifer Taylor. I All love right. our guests. I oh, love I absolutely love our guests. They're we so have nice. great guests. And I even, you know, I want to thank Jennifer for even you know calling in. And she got here early. That's how anxious she wanted to be here. She got here about eight minutes early, and that's fantastic. We She's have a beauty queen. You have and to be on time. <laughs> that's true. You know what I mean? The beauty never sleeps. You know, that's why I sleep so much at night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she's amazing and uh, we've had a great run the last couple of nights. I mean, we always have great guests. But the last couple of nights have been incredible between Elizabeth Ho and Bart Chateau and and Jennifer Taylor. People like to talk and like and they appreciate what they are and who they are. And they also appreciate us for bringing them on and you know, we welcome people to be on. It, it's what we do here. Mm-hmm. It's what we're here for. We're here for the fans. We're here for you to get to know some of these actors. And like I said, a lot of people ask me, how do you get these people? Well, you just work it. You know, you go to their PR and you tell them how much you'd love to have their <laughs> celebrity guest on. And Jules dancing up a storm there in the corner. She's just, you know, she's having a giddy night. I want to see her <sighs> laughing and dancing and being all giddy next Monday for Lee the Fool. That's what I'm talking about. Ah! That's gonna We're be gonna be, I'm going to be peeing in my seat. Yeah, probably. I've already peed my pants, and she's not even here yet. Um, More points of discussion. Former boxing heavyweight champion George Foreman. Yeah, I I don't know where we're heading with this one. George Foreman has challenged martial arts expert Steven Seagal to a fight. Ten rounds. Foreman boxes, and he says Seagal can do anything he wants. Any form of fighting he wants. And Foreman will beat him. 
Joe, what the hell is this all about? Is it, what is this? Men in their 60s are going to be brawling? Are, are you watching this? Are you interested in this at all? I have a lot to say about this. And I really, at, at first I was like, what's he doing? Is he, is he trying to make money? Like the whole McGregor Mayweather thing, like different forms of fighting. And then I started reading about it and I really feel sorry for him. I mean, the guy is what in his sixties, he's, he's almost done, man. And he just wants to get one more fight in with someone who can compete with him. And the the thing I read said that he wanted to go after Jean-Claude Van Damme, but oh, he's, too bi- he's too big and uh, I guess too Hollywood for him. So he's going after Steven Seagal because he said, quote, he can really fight and he's big enough, like big enough to go one-on-one with me. So, um, and you know what else this reminded me of? It reminded me of uh, De Niro and Stallone in that grudge match movie. Where it's yeah. like their last ditch effort to to go after a fight. So I don't know. But then there was this thing on Twitter where uh, you know George Foreman called Seagal out, and there was a fake. It reminded me of the Bruce story in our fake uh, Twitter tweets yeah. tweets back. And there was a fake account, and it's like sign the contract, George. I'm in. But it was like a fake Steven Seagal account. So George thought they were going for it, like ten rounds in Vegas pay-per-view let's go big money day but it turns out it was a fake account can you believe it <laughs> yeah i can't believe it i gotta tell you the last time i seen steven seagal i think the fake account would draw more fans than the real steven seagal oh. fighting oh that's right i think i'd rather see the the fake steven seagal steven seagal used to be mr kelly lebrock remember kelly lebrock weird science yeah there used to be a couple no. now they're both uh yeah now they're separated and going their separate ways and you know, age, age just, uh, it's killer. Don't get old, folks. Stay young forever. Um, as we discussed uh, Monday on the stoop, and uh, there was no certainty. Now there is certainty, of course, and as we mentioned, uh, Tom Petty, tremendous singer, artist, has passed away. Uh, lots of performers paid tribute to Petty recently in the last couple of days. Um, give us 30 seconds of love for Tom Petty, Jewel. 30 seconds of what he meant to you. Tom Petty, he was just, I, I, I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I was, uh, I can't even get the words out. He was just rock and roll. He was rock and roll to everyone. He was rock and roll to us. He was rock and roll to our parents. He's going to be rock and roll to our kids. Like, he just brought about such a fun, free spirit, and his music will live on for eternity. Like, he's just an icon, and he will be so missed, and it, it's hard to believe he was just performing a couple of days ago and now he's gone. Like I'm just, it, it really, I broke down when it happened and it's just, it's never going to be the same. Hopefully he will be, you know, cemented in, in the rock legend for all time. I just, what else can you say? He was just one of the greatest. He was one of the greatest. Bruce Springsteen did a beautiful tribute to him. He said he was like a brother to him. And these guys are just, Ah, uh, they're fading now, and it's just so sad. But he, he, he was just too young, gone too soon, and he'll definitely be missed. Yeah, for me, it, it's kind of like um, my high school days, grown-up days. Like I said, I've seen him in concert a few times, and it reminds me. Uh, and he's been around so long, and his music has always kind of fit the generation. Like, he didn't 
stay stagnant. He tried to bring new music and, and new styles without going over the top. And uh, I always love him. You know, he's got a long list of great songs that we discussed Monday. Um, and it's a shame when it goes so soon that it's been happening a lot lately. Like I said, out of nowhere, you know, you lose uh, a Chester Bennington, um, Tom Petty, uh, you know, a Scott Weiland, George Michael, Prince. It just kind of comes like Prince that Cornell. now. And, uh, yeah, Chris Cornell, absolutely. I mean, now it seems, it seems more chic for them to either commit suicide, which is terrible to say, but it seems like they either commit suicide or just die on the spot. There's no, you know... Uh, is sickness, uh, we worry, we pray, this and the other. It seems like they're just gone. And um, like a Band-Aid, I guess, sometimes just rip it right off. But Tom Petty's going to be missed by me. Um, hopefully none of my other favorites go anytime soon because i got a lot of a lot of bands I'm fan of and uh, a lot of guys I still want to see before it's all said and done. And today was uh, Johnny Stroplin's uh, anniversary of her death, too, and she was well, what, 27 when she passed? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's that magic number also, 27. Uh, again, Janis mm-hmm. Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix. Uh, Kurt Jim Cobain. Morrison. Jim Morrison. Yeah, it seems to be something about the, uh, the age of 27. And, you know, actually, I wish I would love to see I would still go see Jimi Hendrix if he was alive today, even though it would be like 70. I'd probably still go yeah. and see him oh, play. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites of all time. Um, let's do a guest announcement. Shall we? <gasps> yeah, we got we got one. Jewel has brought us a terrific guest announcement for our show on Woo! November thirteenth. She's dancing, and you know I've been asked by a lot of people. Always seems to be attractive females on your show. What's going on? You know, why uh-uh. just women? Not anymore. Uh-uh, honey. Jewel, tell the fans who we got November thirteenth, please. I brought a hottie male to the stoop. Oh my God, Josh server like just serve. I don't know I don't know about you guys but uh I was such a 90s kid and every Friday night all that kablam Nicktoons would fill up my screen and it would just make me a happy kid Josh server man like right alongside Keenan and Kel oh my god he was just so hilarious he was a kid with like the big ears and I'll tell you what he has grown up and he looks good <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited he is going to be on here. They're doing all that reunion. They had one in the past. I think they're doing another one. Um, trying to get Keenan and Kel together. We tried to get Kel on the stoop, but he was a little too busy. But Josh has found the time to fit us in our his busy schedule. So thank you, thank you, Josh Server. November 13th, be here. Absolutely, looking definitely looking forward to that. I was talking last night uh, with my wife at dinner and. Uh, I, I made the announcement in my house, and uh, he's like, Josh Server, and I said, you know, I mentioned the show, and then I said Nickelodeon, and that's when, oh, my God, yes, because oh, my wife is a big junkie, <laughs> and a while back, you know, you know, back when me and John were doing the show, we had Phil Moore on from Nick Arcade, Yeah. and, you know, any anything Nickelodeon, you know, it brings out the memories in the 90s kids, so uh, marking on your calendar, November 13th, Josh Server, and I like how... Jewel came out and said she brought a hottie to the stoop, but isn't the stoop hosted by a hottie? Like, can you get a hotter guy? I mean, really? I don't know. I feel bad for, I I feel bad for uh, you know, no. Steve Howie keeps emailing me. He's like, dude, make yourself ugly, because i got to come on the stoop and be <laughs> the second best looking guy on the show. Wear a fake that witch nose or something for our, our Halloween episode. <laughs> that honestly doesn't happen. As great looking as I am, I can't make myself look ugly. 
I try. Speaking of ugly, this is where. Yeah, <laughs> we try. Speaking of ugly, this is where it gets ugly, and it's a little thing that we call "What's on Your Playlist." Whoa! It's about that time. It is about that time. <laughs> you know, nothing makes it more worthwhile than hearing Jewel sing an introduction song to "What's on My Playlist" or "What's on Your Playlist" or whatever the hell it is. I just like the way she does it. I did catch her off guard. You know, Liz, we got off to a little bit of a rocky start with the technical. Jennifer's a little early. But it is, as we like to call it, the uh, shit hits the fan portion of the show. Literally after 9 o'clock, we do what's on your playlist. We shit talk each other. And by then, we're pretty much close to both being drunk. And uh, goes haywire. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Great stuff. Basically, uh, if you're new to the show, what we do is uh, we go into our music libraries. Obviously, every phone's got a music library nowadays. And uh, we hit shuffle. We let five random songs come out. We tell you a little something about the song, what it means to us, why we like it, uh, who we were banging when it came on. Uh, you Whoa. Know, stuff like that. Um, thrown up at a party yeah. during some song, you know. They all, most of these songs have a little bit of memory for us and uh, that's what brings us what's in the playlist. We are going to do tonight on what's in your playlist. I'm going to let Jewel Tatey go first. But she can't go second. I got to go second. So Jewel, let's start off with your first selection. What's on your playlist? Okay. Do a drum roll. Drum roll. Uh, <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I got my little mini drum set here. That was terrible drumming. Number five. Corn. Boys and girls of every age. This is Halloween. They do a great rendition of This is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. And that is my number five. It is Halloween season, people. I am so excited. Get excited. This album's great. It has, uh, what's her name? Amy Lee from Evanescence. She does mm. Sally. And Corn. Uh, this is Halloween. Oh my god. I play this Halloween. I play it during Christmas. And it's just a staple in my house. What's your number five? Wow, you are, I mean, I, I mock, but you're off to a tremendous start. Not only is it corn, hey. but, you know, great movie in the Halloween season and everything played out just fine there. Um, you know, here's a great song that I love. Um, get the volume on that a little bit so you can kind of hear it in the background. The band is Aerosmith. One of their kind of in the background hits a song called deuces are wild. Uh, it was actually on the, I first heard it on the Beavis and Butthead experience album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was put out and then it got on uh, Aerosmith's greatest hits. You know, I, I've been a long time Aerosmith fan. Um, I know a lot of people said that Steven Tyler is you know, pretty much going mad, but you know, I still love me some Aerosmith. I've seen him live like three times and um, never played this song live. Unfortunately, but uh, it seemed I had this little streak where all three times I saw Aerosmith, I saw a rather attractive female in the general vicinity take her shirt off and flash her boobs. Not at me, but just flashing them in general. So I'm three for three Whoa. in Aerosmith shows. Yeah, I know. So, you know, deuces are wild as in two wild boobies being flashed at concerts. You've been to some <laughs> great shows. I'm, I'm jealous of the concerts that you have been to, like Aerosmith and um, Tom Petty and Guns N' Roses, like, uh, I wish I could get to a Guns N' Roses or 
you know, an Aerosmith show. But, uh, yeah, I never saw a woman flash. That that would be a first for me. I never, never saw that. I saw a man flash on my way to work one time. That was horrendous. <laughs> the, but, a, a funny a funny story real quick, if I can intervene with that. And we're, we're talking about corn, yeah. and then we're talking about women flashing. So I went to a corn concert a few years back, um, and there was these two younger girls, attractive females, and, you know, they gave us the lift symbol to put us on you know, put them on our shoulders. So me and my buddy put these girls on our shoulders and they're kind of dancing around. And all of a sudden I hear the crowd go berserk. I hear a bunch of dudes freaking out. It's intermission now. So the band's not playing, but I hear these guys freaking out and I look up and there they are. Both had their shirts off. And I'm you know staring underneath at these, what? you know, at these boobs. Yeah. On my shoulder. And I'm like, it's like oh, I'm trying to see Meanwhile, I'm trying to balance and not drop this poor girl. But uh, uh, yeah, so that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it's worth getting down in the in the pit. Now you might take a beating for it, but you may also have good moments like that. And a, another funny story about that: the girl had two shirts on. One of the ones she took off was her corn tour T-shirt that my buddy jokingly threw across the um, the floor, and she lost it. So. Oh shit. Yeah, nothing like ruining a good naked girl by making her unhappy <laughs> naked girl. So. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah. so she lost her shirt, so she had no shirt to wear? No, she had two shirts. She had oh, the, okay, the okay. concert one on uh, underneath because, you know, bad etiquette to wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. So yeah. she had it on underneath. But, uh, yeah, and then she ended up uh, with one shirt. Um, I believe the shirt was, I think, White Zombie. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, like what? Story money. What? <laughs> Good for oh, you. Slut. Shirt burned for eternity. Anyway. Uh, you got beat up in the pit, though. I, I was thinking about going in the pit for Lana. I'm like, man, I got so beat up last time and was going to punch a little girl in her face. So maybe I should do pit. that. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. These little tweens, these tweens are like sad girl squad, and they just rush it. I got super beat up at the Eminem concert. Like, I was covered in bruises because I was in the front row. Being at front row in Lana was worse because I had these little bitches shoving me, and I was about to knock a head off with my elbow. <laughs> but wow. It's all, good. it's all good. I think I got sweet um, tickets, so I, I'm set for Lana. I'll see I'll nice. see you on my birthday, Lana, Lana that's, Del Rey. That's your girl, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've survived uh, Metallica, um, White Zombie, Pantera. So I've had my pit days. I'm a little guy. I don't, look, I don't look like much, but I've been in some yeah. of the fiercest pits, and uh, it's scary You go, shit. like, in into the mosh pit, like, shoving matches and all that? I, I went for one or two little shoving matches. Sometimes it's kind of brought on you, because if you try to stand in the background, you will get that one clown that'll try to track you down. And uh, I yeah. had a clown, you know, not much bigger than me. Again, I'm not a very big guy, and I had some clown try to track me down. Uh, it was actually, um, the concert was Pantera, White Zombie, and the opening act was Deftones. And the stage was, it was very early, so nobody was really there for Deftones, and this clown just decided to come flying and give me a shot, and needless to say, I put a couple elbows to him, and uh, that was it. Left me alone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pantera's some scary shit. When when the lights go down and that music starts, you know, people go ape shit. But definitely something. Oh, uh, oh that, that's in the archive from the greatest moments ever. All right, oh, that's cool though. Yeah, we, yeah, we did pretty good. Cool. Yeah, we we're we're number uh, we're on the second selection of uh, what's our new playlist. Hmm. <laughs> Number four, okay. Um, I have something a little different for you, Mr. Perini. 
It's an instrumental. Ooh. Not the one you're thinking of. It's uh, by this group, RJD2, which is funny because my boyfriend's family, uh, everyone in the family is, is RJD. Their initials are RJD. All the kids are RJD in some form or another. And then my daughter is JRD. So I, I just love the initials RJD. And, but it's RJD2 with uh, Ghostwriter. And it's this instrumental, and it's on this, like, I think Cadillac commercial. But I love this instrumental so much. It's got such a great beat that um, I just play it. That's how you know you got a great instrumental. You'll just let it play through and uh, and make up your own lyrics, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. RJD2, I loved his work in Star Wars. He was outstanding. <laughs> uh, the little <laughs> yeah. boy, he was such a hero in that one. That's uh, awesome. RJD2. I, I got to tell you, Jewel, by the way, real quickly to interrupt what's on your playlist. Crystal clear now. Your sound's coming through great. So we thank the people. Oh, uh, we thank our engineers for fixing that for us. Thank Next you. up, it, it's this band again. I talked about this band last week. Or no, Monday, rather. Not even last week. Monday. Political crap aside, the message, what they stand for, all that crap, I don't care. Once again, Rage Against the Machine. The song is Down Rodeo. Of course, when it first came out, it was Down Rodeo? No, it's not Down Rodeo. It's Down Rodeo. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, again, like I said, talent. I'm not really worried about what they stand for. Uh, I like the music. I love Rage Against the Machine. Wouldn't mind seeing a Rage reunion. I don't know if it's a show I can go to uh, because my moshing days are, are slowly declining. But, uh, yeah, Rage. Down Rodeo, Rage Against the Machine. Joel, what do you got next? Nice. Um, number Thanks. three. R.A. the Rugged Man. Oh, geez. If you're not a fan, be a fan. He's been around forever. Um, this man, I really want to see him battle rap Eminem because he's called Eminem out on numerous occasions. Um, yeah, he's worked on, like, Biggie songs. He's just been around forever. I saw him... Uh, about two years ago with Jedi Mind Tricks, the Philadelphia group. And they're amazing. I've been a fan since high school, and I saw him for the first time, though, and he just put on the best show. He was such a hype man. He, like, he'll literally, like, shit on people. Come on, people. Sorry for the vulgarness, but he will do whatever. Like, he's a crazy-ass man. Um, He has done both of those mind you, and uh, the song is Bang Boogie, Bang Bang Boogie to Boogie to Boogie. Great song. Bang Boogie. <laughs> bang Boogie by R.A. <laughs> Rugged Man. Yeah, we're definitely meant to be together here on this show. Absolutely. <laughs> we have the same taste in music. But R. A. <laughs> Rugged. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so let's get to a good song. <laughs> hey! Oh, yeah. This next song goes out to former co-host John Raggis, and it goes out to a lot of my friends out there who will know it just from the lead-in. Are you ready? Be patient. Uh, you all know that one. That is the sound of Mr. Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. And the song is Symphony of Destruction. 
Megadeth. Who would have ever thought that getting kicked out of Metallica was the best thing that could ever happen for you? Hmm. Mustaine, you know, gets kicked out of Metallica, starts Megadeth. And a lot of people will tell you, a lot of purists, that Megadeth has stuck more true to their roots uh, than Metallica. Symphony of Destruction is an outstanding song. It's got a tremendous beat that goes on and on, pretty much the same, but it's just such a great riff. And it's so strong. And Mustaine's voice, you know, you take a mortal man. He, he sings it, and, and it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. You know, he's got just an amazing voice. We love it. Uh, Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth. That is my number three. You know what I'm interested in? What is going to be the soundtrack to your Halloween party? Because I have to know that ahead of time. I, I just got it, as a matter of fact. My... One of my oldest, dearest friends, Mr. Steve Giordano, just texted me and said, Max Mix USA. So I got to say that on the air. Max Mix USA was this, uh, <laughs> it was a compilation of dance songs, and uh, it was great. We used to get in the car and drive around aimlessly and play this tape, and uh, he used to have this guy imitating Bill Clinton. He'd say, Max Mix USA, and it was great. And that was hilarious. <laughs> I just seen that come over my phone, and I just had to share that. Cause if he, you know, obviously, he's, he's listening. So I had to give him credit, man. Steve Giordano, Max Mix USA. He's got to come to my Halloween party this year, though. And if he comes, I will download Max Mix USA. But we will also play some uh, some Halloween stuff, Jules. So don't, I mean, feel free to scout out some Halloween tunes, and we'll we'll get together and. Uh... Oh, I will. Oh, oh, oh snap, gave... snap! I will. Who gave me the no? You didn't. Prepared. Wow. I'm always prepared for my music. She gave me the triple snap. A.E., my number two selection, Gangstar. Code of the Streets. Such a great song. I love Gangstar. Um, I was listen- listening to, it was a station on my Napster. It was called Indie Backpack Rap on on my Napster today. And uh, Gangstar came Indie- up and this. Indie backpack crap? Rap. Indie oh. back, 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 back yeah. rap. Yes. You can see where I and got it's confused. For, <laughs> it's for like the old head, hip hop head to like good good music like, like Gangstar and such. So Code of the Streets, number two. All right. Yeah, you do, you do like your rap. Um, I do. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, like good I said, rap. Good rap. Good rap, right? There is some that's pure garbage and some that that's really good. And yep. uh, I'm, you know, I'm open-minded. Really, the only thing I really don't get into is, is country music. I'll prime. I apologize for that. Um, the next song, I don't believe that just happened. It's getting ready to play the next song, and it's skipped because it's one of them that's been discontinued in favor of a remake. So I got to pick another song. Oh, this is a great one right here. If you've never seen this band live, go ahead and do it. I think you got all the words exactly right. <laughs> the Killers. Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Um, one of the best bands you'll ever see live. They sound live like they do on the radio. And The Killers are just a very talented band. And um, again, I thank my friend who listens in from time to time, Mr. Mike Gonzalez for introducing me to the killers. He's always play it um, 
down at my family's uh, auto shop, and he said, man, turn that down. He's like, man, it's the Killers. You understand? These guys are going to be one of the biggest bands ever. And he certainly had a great run, and seeing them live is, is worth every penny. The Killers, Mr. Brightside, um, my fourth selection puts on my playlist, which means we each have one more. So, Jewel, bring it home with a goodie. And I just want to say real quick, the Killers are huge, and they're huge with, like, the younger crowd still, because my niece is, is 14, and she's obsessed with the Killers. Like, almost as obsessed, like, like other kids in my high school were really obsessed. But, uh, yeah, it hits a, a younger generation now, too. And that, that guy's a phenomenal singer. So, yeah, just want to say that. Um, but my number one is probably one of my all-time favorite bands of all time, Miss Beth Gibbons with in her band of Portishead, trip hop, all mine. This this song is just epic. God, it just it hits so hard. I wish I could play a clip, but my phone's acting up. <laughs> but uh, no, it just hits really hard. It, it was on a um, it was on a commercial. It was on a commercial for like Victoria's Secret or something because they know what they're doing. Mm. Sick, great music, but it's like very sexy. Um, I love Beth, Beth Gibbons. Her voice is just, it, I don't know, it just strikes a chord, and I love her to death. So, number one, poor said, all mine. All mine. All mine. I, I could hit that note, but you would probably kill me because I'll hurt your eardrums. <laughs> but she's like, oh, and it's really high. I can't hit it. <laughs> I like the way that uh, I like the way you mixed in all mine and Victoria's Secret models in the same sentence. It was in the commercial. I gotta see that commercial. I'll Google it. I'll Google it later on. Okay. So the usual master and the winner of what's on your playlist brings home this last one. Oh baby, this is great. Listen closely. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. Is there a more fun band than Cake? Seriously. <laughs> Their songs are also, you know, very fun. Uh, kind of like a melodic undertone, but a clever band. They, they've got great songs. Um, and it's funny because a lot of people that really aren't Cake fans or don't think they are, when they hear a Cake song, they're like, oh, yeah, I know that song. I like this band. Never There uh, is the song. Again, the band is Cake. And um, every time I hear them, I think of Cake which I love. I love cake. I like chocolate cake. I like uh, cheesecake. Cake, Anything cake, 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 uh, and I'm pretty sure Mike's gonna kind of pull me aside and say, "Dude, knock it the fuck off with the cupcake shit." <laughs> <laughs> he won't. He's accepted it. It's been. A, I know. Guy code, man. A long Guy time code. Mike. Mike's a good dude. Met Mike. I, I like Mike. That, do you know how the nickname came around? Though we were uh, at a gas station on our way up to Penn State because when we met, I was up there and he was back home here in Philly, and he would come up literally like every weekend and one weekend I drove up with him and we stopped at this gas station and uh, there was cupcake coffee 
and there was like muffins next to it, and uh, I was like, oh, wouldn't that be the cutest thing if I'm not happy? <laughs> and he's oh like, my God. oh, please don't, please do not fucking call me cupcake. <laughs> I'm like, cupcake, and now he's like oh. cupcake. So he calls me muffin, or or yeah, muffin muffin butt, and that's um, and his son. That's lovely. But, yeah, that's, that's calls, the story. Cassie calls me shithead. Um, and hey. here's the story how that happened. Here's the story why, because I can be a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he calls all the kids shitheads. Shithead. Um, yep. Yeah, actually, Monday night she called me. What'd she say? Uh, easy there, Howard Stern. She called me Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get a little carried away. Yeah. The, uh, the female guest that we have. A little bit. It's all right. Uh, I mean, you know, they're beautiful, and... Uh, the guys are attractive and the girls are extremely beautiful and uh, we have to promote here and like so we should you know <laughs> absolutely I'll see why not you know I mean <laughs> if it makes her feel any better when Josh Server and Steve Howie come on I will wag my tongue and get all giddy please don't I get giddy for Steve, <laughs> I get giddy for Steve Howie you know you know I'm 110% heterosexual but I get giddy for Steve Howie because he cracks me up He's friggin' awesome, and you know he's a good-looking dude. He's a badass guy. I want to move the Philly and be like my hangout buddy. Anytime he's so I get in any cool. shit, I think like, he would. Oh yeah, he would definitely drink with us. You should invite him to your Halloween party. Oh man, that will that would be absolutely amazing. Jesus. Uh, as as funny and, and fun as he is, and that the character is, he's a very down to earth. He's got a, a beautiful wife, and he talks a lot about you know being faithful, loving his wife, love. Being family guy and uh, you know you'll see when he comes on it's just he's outstanding we do have a lot of great stuff coming up here on the stoop radio show at the stoop radio network and blogtalkradio.com not only do you get jeff the shark parini which right there should just stop in your tracks you also get the amazing jewel tady that right there, you're thinking, wow, I get both of them. That, that should be it. Uh, do I get more? Yeah, you get more. You get top five lists. You get what's on your playlist. You get great stars. And one of those great stars, folks, again, I implore you, Monday, October 9th, a home run show, Lita Ford, the queen Woo! of metal. Woo! I am so excited. I am absolutely positively going to either faint or geek out or, or something of that nature. Uh, when Lita Ford comes on, uh, again, the interview kicks off at 8.30. The show starts at 8. Top five lists are going to be top five ways that I'm going to crap out by trying to interview Lita Ford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. But that is, uh, again, Lita Ford, Monday Night on the Stoop, a humongous TGIM episode. Do not miss it. Um, yeah, we're going to talk to her about a lot of great stuff. We're also going to talk to her about her breast cancer awareness team. We're going to talk to her about her music, her past, her present, how beautiful she is, how talented she is. I'm going to Google and Google and fan crush. Can she adopt me? And then <laughs> can she adopt me? And it's going to be embarrassing, but it's going to be uh, Monday. So if you want to hear me make an ass out of myself while I'm checking out a major star like Leah Ford, we got you here on the stoop. That is October 9th. October 11th, Somebody else to get a little bit geeked about Philadelphia music back on the stoop on October 11th. Wonderful young woman by the name of Overwinter. Jewel is giving me the finger up like she wants to say something. So go right ahead, Jewel. 
Yeah, Overwinter. She's so cool. Uh, I've been friends with her for a little bit, and we've had some great conversations. But she is going to be in Flemington, New Jersey. That's 90 Main Street on October 21st. So if you're in the area, please check her out. She's going to be with other fabulous guests, but she's going to be on the stoop as well. So check her out, Overwinter in Flemington, New Jersey. That's 90 Main Street, 7 p.m., small cover, but check her out. She's freaking amazing. It's worth it. Yeah, I've been watching her stuff. She's got a great voice, very unique. Uh, Music is... um kind of like all over the place as far as this, it's not just one dull kind of piece of music. It's very talented. And that's going to be October 11th here on the stoop. I mean, we're just advertising like we belong in professional radio, something else. We're, we're just great like that. October, oh, yeah. <laughs> October 16th, I get back to my roots. Soap operas. That's right, folks. You know, you all watch them and we have a soap opera legend coming on. Kate Linder from the young and the restless. Whoop, whoop. Oh, she's been around quite some time. Plays an amazing role in Young and Restless. She's going to come on and talk about that. She's going to talk about some charity work that she has coming on. And so it's very exciting. That is uh, October 16th, Kate Linder. October 25th, as we have mentioned and bragged about and talked about, and I've mentioned a billion times, Big Kev. Big Kev? Kevin Ball from Shameless. Big Kev? Steve Howie is going to be on the suit. We're going to talk to him about season eight. Hopefully there's some secrets that he can bring out to us. We're going to ask him a little bit about tonight's guest, Jennifer Taylor, and what she has to do uh, with Shameless. And, God, I'm so psyched for Shameless. I can't even stand it. The fact that Steve came on, we had him on last season right before the premiere, this year right before the premiere. So if you want to get your Shameless scoop, if you want to get the Shameless scoop, check out The Stoop. It'll be Hot Guys Night on The Stoop. Steve Howie, good-looking guy. Jeff the Shark Pruny, good-looking guy. That's on the 25th. (laughs) Yeah, you know it's right. October 30th is our Halloween special. (laughs) 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 And what better way to celebrate Halloween with Halloween? The absolutely beautiful and very talented Sagan Amory. Sagan Amory is the lead singer of the band Hail Sagan. Uh, just went on tour with the band Mushroom Head. So she's getting her band out there, becoming more popular. Her songs are great. She's got a tremendous voice. She loves everything Halloween and everything kind of creepy and spooky. So I figured, why not? Halloween, Sagan Amory comes back to the stoop October 30th. More to come. Don't forget about November 1st, an up-and-coming beautiful young actress, Natalie Sharp. We'll be here talking about her new TV series. And uh, as always, we'll dig into their personal lives and their careers and and what they got going on. November 6th, back with the Philly music scene and one of Jules' favorites in a band I've grown to love. It's Sheena herself from Sheena and the Nosebleeds. That's going to be very exciting. Sheena's become a a friend of the show. She likes our post. She shares our post. And we'd love people to help us out. We want to help her out. We're going to be playing some songs and talking Philly music. Sheena and the Nosebleeds, November 6th. Uh, November is, uh, you know, it's filling up, but we got some space. So uh, let's get your acts and your talent here. And then November 27th, we have Alyssa Jarrills, a lovely young lady, uh, Disney Channel actress. She'll be here on the stoop. We'll be talking to her about her latest projects. That is November 27th. And of course, uh, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, as okay. we already okay. mentioned. Okay. Oh, I didn't okay. forget. We made that a big <laughs> guest announcement. 
We may. Okay. I know you're looking at me like, son of a bitch, isn't even going to say it. I am going to say it. Another <laughs> one for the ladies. Get your giddy on. Get in your favorite Uh-oh. lingerie. <laughs> get in your favorite lingerie. Grab a glass Ew. of wine. Send the kids <laughs> to bed. And listen to Mr. Josh Server. November 13th. That's going to be exciting. I'm very excited. I love, I love getting, um, I love having people on that have had a long career and started out young and have been through the business. I'm very excited to talk to Josh. That was our major uh, guest announcement tonight. Thanks to Jewel. Jewel's got a couple more uh, right on the rope. <gasps> That's why I've got a, we've got a couple close to on the hook. So we don't really like to announce them until we get official dates and stance of approval from PR teams. Uh, we've been dealing with a lot of great PR teams. Um, and they do a lot of great work. Uh, we can't have them all. Uh, I'm sad to announce that I got shot down today by the great Scott Ian of Anthrax. We tried hard to get Scott here in his giant beard. His PR people said, unfortunately, none of the band members right now are doing interviews. I oh, felt shit. like answering back and said, yeah, I felt like answering back. So I don't really, I didn't answer all the band members. I asked for Scott, but no, really Scott's <laughs> great talent. So yeah, we tried. And we're not going to get them all, but we will bring you the best possible talent we can. Uh, Jewel keeps sticking her finger at me. Yes, Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my little pony band-aid finger. I had the worst paper cut. It hurts so damn bad. But, uh, yeah, he got shot down by Alana, too. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay, Alana's people. Just as long as you, you talk to me. But they said she's a little too busy with uh, her tour dates and such. So I was like, that's okay, Alana. Just catch up with the stoop next year. Love you. <laughs> yeah, just keep reaching out. You just You really never know. I mean... Honestly, and again, I don't want to keep dwelling on this, but if I would have told you two years ago that I would be doing a radio show, going on air with you know hundreds and thousands or hundreds of thousands and 10 million, whatever the heck it is, whatever the count is at any particular time, listeners, and tell you that I'd be interviewing Lita Ford, I would honestly have never believed it. Um, if I would have told you a couple of years ago or if somebody would have told me a couple of years ago that I'd be doing a radio show and uh, – you know, lovely actresses like Jessica Barth said, I'm coming your way in the springtime. We'll hang out and have a beer. I would never believe that. Yay. So that's why, I, you know, that's why I love the stoop. I love it here. If someone would have told me, hey, hey, you'd be drinking water on the stoop, I'd be like, oh, my God, no, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> drinking water? You what happened to, to you? You need to hydrate, people. Just it's getting to costume time. You need to slim down. <laughs> that's true. Um this year uh, for Halloween, we've already come up with our costumes. Uh, I am going to be Jewel. Jewel's <laughs> going to be me. <laughs> no, I actually had a big old to... black wig. <laughs> big old black wig and uh... never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's, you almost uh, made me spit my water out. <laughs> almost. We'll keep it clean for the folks at home. But uh, yeah, yeah I've, I've kicked around ideas. It, Cassie likes to try to do the couples thing. And it's not bad, but I mean, um, I'm always the short end of the stick. Like, I want to be Why? a pickleback. I said, I want to be a pickleback. Jameson and a pickle. But I got stuck being a pickle. I don't want to be a pickle. I want to be the no. Jameson. I don't want to be the pickle. You don't want to be a bottle either. No, no. You guys, yes. you guys got to yes. do something fun. Some fun, fun. I won't say her other because she's sticking to her end of that costume. And I don't think I am. But we've done it in the past. We did um, Robin and Batgirl. Okay. Uh, we did uh, Spider-Man and did Spider-Man and, and kind of a Spider-Woman. Um, mm-hmm. So we've done a couple of things. Yeah. 
we've you know. done it. We our our couples ones were pretty good. We had a we did Rick and the Governor. I was Rick. Mike was the Governor. He had a big black wig for that one. <laughs> and then we did a Flash and Wonder Woman. And then I'm trying to convince him. I'm I'm just going to say it on air because it's not going to happen. But I wanted to do Jonah Hex and Megan Fox, whatever that costume is. What's her name? Lulu something. But uh, the costume sucks for that. So I know we're going to do something different. But he would be a good Jonah Hex, I feel. I'm sorry. Did you say Megan Fox? Yeah, it would be her character. But Mm. um, that costume (laughs) sucks. It really sucks. Like, I would need, like, a good... A good legit costume. I like I like quality in my costumes. Like, not cosplay, but like right under cosplay, I would say. Like, really? Yeah, you're one of them. If I can't have like a a homemade costume, I want something like an add-on or or something special to it. it. Yeah, me and my daughter and and him, we always have something, a twist or something or other. That's pretty cool. I was I was never really overly creative. Like I like I'm one of them guys that go out to the Halloween stores and buy a costume. Last year, I was so proud of myself because I, you know, I had this tannish color suit and I got the gold tie and the, the glasses and I shaved my goatee down. I was Pitbull last year and it was fantastic. So, got a lot of rave reviews until Pitbull had one too many in his house and threw a ball over his suit. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. slapped Pitbull's hand. Did you know that? I slapped his hand. He was great. That's pretty awesome. You got to be a fan yeah. of that guy. I mean, his music yeah. is is okay. I'm not a massive fan of his music, but. You know, He's a good hype man. Oh yeah, absolutely. And dressing up, it was cool. And there's yeah. a video out there somewhere of me dancing and doing some kind of impromptu pitbull video. It's pretty lousy, but uh, you know, it's Halloween. And, and I'm going to tell you something right here. And I've said it before, and I used to say it uh, back when I first started doing this show. I have no problem making an ass out of myself uh, for others' enjoyments and uh, a potential plug for future endeavors. So uh, you know. I've got no problem making an ass on myself. I'll videotape it. I've done it before. Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. You're one go-around, so... Jeff, I just want to thank you, too, because I, I've just... I've really put myself out there this year, and I have you to thank for it, and um, and it just launched me on this uh, thing of putting myself out there, and I'm going on another audition for uh, possibly a second uh, fill-in job here. I got the soup, and then my other love tomorrow for an audition, so... I hope it goes well. I want to wish you, want to wish that you wish me good luck. But uh, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah, I hope I hope I'm doing my my two loves that I love in life radio and this other thing I'm going for tomorrow. So um, yeah, I'm just uh, I thank you so much and I love being here on the stoop. I I look forward to this every day. Uh, I wake up and I do my research and and, and it's just I, I love doing it and I love our guests and. Just like Jennifer Taylor was so sweet tonight. So uh, it's just been a fun, fun ride, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It, it's very touching. Um, like I said, when I put the ad up, I had females respond, and um, a couple were very close to actually taking them. Matter of fact, one pretty much took the, the gig, and I'm like, okay, we're going to get started. And like I said, you know, as you know, Chrissy came to me and says, I've got somebody you absolutely have to listen to. And um, it turned out to be Jewel, and that was, like, uh, easily the best thing that could ever happen. Uh, oh. And we've been doing it. We're, we're 13 episodes deep. We uh, we get along great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, again, thank you as well. Uh, real quickly, 
if I can even do this, I don't know if I can or I can't. If I can, we we will. Um, yeah. So, whoops. I'm still done. Then, you know, entertain yourselves for a minute. Sing or something. Do 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 elevator music. I do this. Why are you singing that? I heard that today. My brother is excellent on the piano. It's it's great. We've got the entertainer, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've got this yeah. sick little thing. It's amazing how I kind of missed when when Jennifer Taylor, aka Jennifer Beanie, Beanie or Beanie, however she sends her maiden name, uh, also Bang Italian. Day. It's like an Italian <laughs> night here on the stoop. Uh, Italian. So, so it was Danielle Taylor, Sean Kanan, the Freeform Shoot the Shit episode, Madeline Zima. Oh my goodness, the Glam Skanks, Aaron Tony Paul, Chen. All oh, right, right. Zima and Tony Chen. Madeline Zima, Tony Chen. The Glance Gangs. Good call, by the way. Uh, Aaron Paul, Anton Williams, Tawana Smith, Debbie Sherman, and Molly Rhythm, Jessica Barth, Bart Chetto, Elizabeth O, Jennifer Taylor. That's what we've had so far. Wow. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who was your favorite so far? <gasps> Whoa, you can't do that. I did that on purpose. I know you can't possibly not say Jessica Barth. <laughs> yeah, of course. I love her. She's my cousin. Um, but I, oh. I, lo- I seriously loved all the interview, like interviewees. They were all just great and welcoming and so nice in their own way. I loved, um, I, I loved them all. I mean, how can you pick a favorite? I'm just, they were all just. Shit, why are you doing this to me? What was your... No, I'm, I'm totally messing with you. More or less, you know, I was putting on the spot. So like I said, I know you have to say Jessica. And she was one of my favorites. I love her. She's she's adorable. We had, you know... Yeah, it's kind of tough when you look to get... You, you definitely seek out talent. You definitely seek out up-and-coming talent and known talent. Uh, but it just so happens that a lot of them happen to be just absolutely beautiful women. Just, you know, just yeah. happens to go that there, It's a pretty-looking uh, lineup we got there. Certainly is. I mean, even even the fellas. I mean, Sean Kanan's uh, you know, he's a good-looking fella, and yeah. uh, you know, and you, you, know, you like look and like, yeah, uh, like Instagram, it shows you like all your pictures in a block. I'm like, oh my god! First of all, it looks like they're a part of some new superhero movie, and they're all staring at me in their headshots, like, <laughs> hey, what are you looking at? But they're all very good-looking people, and they are are extremely talented. So no, I've had. Nothing but a blast. All the guests have been great. Um, yeah, especially tonight. And it was just as much fun as it ever is. Yeah, agreed. Thank you very much, too. Yeah, usually what I like to do is um, I did it last last year, I think, around the holidays, around New Year or something like that. And I, I started putting pictures of all the guests we had on and thanked them all and named them all. And you look at some of the people like, wow. And these people are on. And it's going to be even bigger this year because, no offense to guests of the past, we the names have gotten bigger and uh yeah when i look back at some of the people i've had the pleasure to talk to and then i see them on tv or i listen to their songs or and just anything involved with them i'm like wow that's absolutely incredible even even today we had um tawana smith on a couple weeks ago and she did this facebook live video i'm like hey i know her i talked to her on the stoop (laughs) yeah yeah so stuff like that to me is pretty cool that's what makes it worthwhile um yeah 
Actually, uh, we uh, a little reminder. I'm not sure of the exact date. We're working very hard on the date. We're trying to get it between October 18th, October 19th. Uh, our very good friend, Lilith, uh, from Lilith in the Night, uh, is going to be debuting a brand-new song October 20th. Uh, there's a little <laughs> snippet of it online. Go on Facebook and find Lilith in the night there's a little snippet of their brand new song and uh, we are talking to her trying to get her on the show uh, before the song premieres nationwide so we can premiere it here on the stoop like we did with our last ep uh so lilith is a um, incredible superstar a beautiful girl a sweetheart an amazing singer um, 110%, one of, the, one of the absolute best people that we have the privilege to know, period. Not just here on the stoop, but just to know her. So that's another uh, guest we're working very hard on. I'm going to announce her name because I can announce her name all the time. I want people to get to love Lilith and the Night. They're definitely worthwhile. I'm very excited for Jewel to have some interaction. It's worth it. The only problem we do have with that is, Jewel, when the show comes on here, it's about 2 o'clock in the morning in England. And uh, poor oh. Lilith stays on us, I know. But and that's the beauty of it. She's chipper and upbeat and happy and proud of her, her music and all. And you don't even realize it's two o'clock her time. She comes on. She does her thing. She's hardworking and uh, she's worth it. Um, she needs to come here. Absolutely. I, that is something I've talked about forever. Um, her and her sister do uh, like pole dancing competitions as well. Very talented young ladies, beautiful, talented. Um, yeah. So if you see her, and if you if you see her, and you listen to her on the show, and you listen to her music, you got to become a fan of hers. I don't know how you can't. She, she's wonderful, and we're working on that as well. Um, again, I beg of you, I will plead with you, if you're listening, don't forget Monday night, October 9th. Such a big show for us here at the Stoop with Lita Ford. Um, yeah, yeah, huge. Yeah, it's pretty damn big, Jeff. <laughs> I know. I can't I'm like I can't even already pissing my pants. Whew! You need to stop saying <laughs> it. So <I> <laughs> here. Whew! It's we're gonna uh, yeah, we're we're gonna go through some um some ideals and kick some things around and uh, hopefully the sound stays crystal clear like it is right now and doesn't do what it did to us in the beginning of the show. Um, we'll have a studio party. It's all good. We should have a we should have a live studio party. Just gather people Ooh. around that can point and laugh at us every time we say oh, boo 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 boo. Oh my God, an audience <laughs> that'd be great. I'm not opposed to an audience. We should do shows live. Hey, you got a uh, you got a party or a business? You got a seminar to hold or something of that nature? Let the stoop. Bring it home for you. We will come on and do our little banter and and do our thing live for you. And you know what? I just want to say that a lot of our guests want us to come to them, or they want to come to us. So it's it's definitely uh, wanted on both ends. We want to come to you, and we want you to come to us. So whatever ideas you want to kick around to us, we're open to. Because I think I'm, I'm going to definitely see that overwinter show. And the night before is Molly Rhythm at the pharmacy. So, uh, yeah, let's get on it. Let's get, uh, get to some shows and, and tape you, and you can have fun with us. Absolutely. And if you're a uh, artist, up-and-coming artist, uh, you don't have to be from the Philadelphia area. But if you're an up-and-coming artist and you want to hear uh, your music 
on the stoop, we will gladly do that. Just send us a download. Uh, Jay mm-hmm. Perini at stoopradio.com. It's Jay Perini at stoopradio.com. J P O R R I N I at stoopradio.com. And, you know, send us a bit. We will gladly pay it. Play it. We'll hype it. Um, you know, we're, we're we're just that easy going. We love music. We love original music. We love local bands. Um, that's what we do. One of the many things that we like to do here is play songs um, and talk. I've had a couple of people reach out to me this week with some great music, and I can't wait to uh, have some time to delve deeper and, and bring them on the soup, too, because I have had some good local people reach out to me this week. So, yeah, soon to come. That's great. Like I said, um, we're not, you know, it doesn't have to be their episode for us to play it. Uh, we've played Maui Rhythm, I think, like three or four different times uh, because yeah. we just love it. Um, yeah. We've played, we've played Glam Skanks a couple times just for the sake of playing it. Um, and yeah, so like I said, we are here to help you move ahead while we help ourselves move ahead. That's what the stoop is all about. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Checking out Jewel from across the uh, the studio here, just waiting for uh, something great to break out. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of funny how like I said we we got thrown off. Jessica Taylor was uh, Gen- Jessica Jennifer Taylor was eight minutes early, and here we are about eight or nine minutes early oh, shit. shutting it down. Oh <laughs> Isn't shit! That oh shit! I know it's coming. I'm not even gonna. Look at this new album. Oh, it's Metallica. It's wrapped because no one listens to CDs anymore. I don't know. I'll just to show that to you. That's pretty cool, though. But nobody does listen to CDs anymore. Isn't that amazing? You know who does? You know who does? Me. Because you know who had to buy a CD to get the Lana Del Rey presale? A, a regular CD? Me. <laughs> $15 on a on a CD to get a pre-sale code that didn't even work unless you were in VIP section, which was like $400. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. That really made you sell some CDs. (laughs) I think, uh, I think Cubby Cake should buy these fancy tickets. Come on, Cubby Cake. It's too late. I'm just going to try to be sneaky. (laughs) I'm excited for you. Try to shoot some, um, Try to shoot some footage live from that show. Um, oh, my God. Get out. Oh, my God. I would die. There's some new opening acts. I don't know who they are. They have some... I think they're 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 new. I, I can't even pronounce their names, to be honest. They're very... Uh, what's the word? New? They're very... Uh, innovative? What's the word? Creative? Not innovative. No. Um, Creative? Shady? Exotic names. Exotic names. Exotic names. Okay. We like that. Yeah. Um, here's one. Uh, we just saw, I just saw this come across uh, my Facebook. Uh, one of our former guests, and she actually had a stint as a one-time co-host, Ashley Morgan, uh, has a new movie coming out, Headcount, horror movie. She's been talking about a new film. That, that is it. It's called Headcount. Uh, Ashley Morgan. So we'd like to have her back on. Uh, we... I had mentioned to her about coming on again and talking about her new movie. She's one you really like, Jewel. She uh, lets it all hang out. She likes to throw the expletives around and uh, 
she she's a dude, man. She even says she's like, I'm like a dude. I like to just curse and have fun. <laughs> she's good. So congratulations to Ashley Morgan on her new movie. So we'll try to get her on a stoop again real soon. Uh like so yeah, myself. what about the, what's that? <laughs> I said I'm like myself, I'm like dude. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It, it's funny because I can imagine the listeners probably, you know, probably wonder. Jewel does not look like a dude. Kind of. Thing and Jeff <laughs> Jeff doesn't look like a dude either. Jeff looks like uh, some old guy with a big grizzly beard who hasn't shaved in days. And <laughs> yeah. I can, you know, I think I'll shave soon. Probably not t- tonight. Yeah, I like to get my rest. I'll shave uh, during. I'll shave during halftime of tomorrow night's game. Oh, by the way, tonight at ten thirty. For the Philadelphia crowd, the Philadelphia Flyers take the ice for the first time in season regulation. Um, San Jose Sharks and Flyers tonight from San Jose. That is 10:30. Very excited for the start of hockey season. Flyers got a lot of young new talent. Uh, don't know how they're going to get this year. We got the young players and trying to build a squad. We're very excited for the start of hockey season. Sixers are tipping off as well. So basketball season is here. We're deep in the middle of football season, baseball playoffs. Uh, so I'm a, uh, a sports geek, so to me this is a really special time of the year. Uh, I can kind of hang out in the studio and watch my giant TV since uh, the wife will be sitting home hogging the TV, watching kind of shows that Jewel gets giddy about and the kind of shows I can't think. Yeah, <laughs> we have to have like a sports episode soon too. Um, it seems that I have a hookup at Xfinity and a lot of – a lot of players come to and fro there, so maybe we'll get down there and speak to some people. You never know. Yeah. Live on the Oh, we should have a stoop show right from Xfinity Live. Can we do it? Because I think we can, and we should. Just need thousands of dollars of equipment. So, uh, again, write oh. out your check. Send checks or money order to jperini at stoopradio.com. Xfinity can sponsor us. Yeah, they can sponsor. Let's try that. Let's start this little campaign. Get the stoop to Xfinity Live. Okay. That'd be pretty awesome. And then we can get like one of, these, you know, one of these live acts. So much we want to do, so much we're trying to do. And if you have any ideas, you want them creative people or people with connections, you know, feel free to reach out. We're very open. We're easy to reach. Um, again, there's uh, the Stoop Radio 1 on Twitter. Uh, you can find the Stoop Radio Network on Facebook. You can find uh, Jeff Perini on Facebook, Joel Tatey. It's T-E-T-I for you non-Italians. Uh, Joel Tatey, not T-A-T-E-Y. That's uh, American. T-E-T-I, <laughs> the Italian Joel Tatey. Uh, you know, we're like Italians. Hey. Like paisans. Hey, Jen, hey uh, Jennifer Taylor. Jennifer Taylor doing? trying to hide her paisans. I didn't buy Are that story in the least so? bit, though, when she when she says she goes to pick up the kids and the dads aren't waiting outside. That I didn't buy. I know. And the wives aren't like, wives aren't like, uh, hey, Charles, stop looking out the window at Jennifer. <laughs> because I'd be racing down the street every day. Junior, time to go to school. I'm not going to school today, Dad. I'm feeling good. All right, well, Dad will be at the bus stop anyway. <laughs> Chelsea's out front. Let's go, son. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, I you know, and here would come Jennifer Taylor, and she'd come rolling up, and I'd be like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> uh, that'd be crazy. That'd be that'd be yep. like uh, going to school with the like the Obamas, the Obama children are in school, and they just have to like duck and cover because everyone's trying to get their pictures. It's crazy. 
I know the feeling. I mean, I walk out my front door, the cameras are flashing. Right? I know. Yeah. It's, it's from being on the stoop. Everybody's like, there's that guy from the stoop. And people give you, no. you go to the mall and you get free food. And, you know, it's it's embarrassing. It really is. It is, really. It's like, Dunkin' Donuts, just take my money. Stop giving me free coffee, honestly. Yeah, for for the love of God. I mean, like, I will pull up <laughs> to, like, a pizza place, and I'm, i got to force them to take my money. It's embarrassing. God, it's like we're cops or something. We're just getting free <laughs> stuff all the time. <laughs> we're superstars. We are, uh, or are we superstars? Superstars! Like how about Jennifer Taylor tonight talking about when she was back in the days of uh, Hoboken sitting on her stoop and talking to her hey. neighbors. Hey, that's right. Everybody loves me. Well, the Philly thing is, I have to say, the Philly thing is, ew! Or, ew! It's like, ew. going across the street to your yeah. buddy, ew! ew. I don't ew. know, it's because, like, a, a dude, but do. I do. Yeah. What up, though? That, what that's up? what I do. It's <laughs> pretty good. That's our uh, cat calls. So we do really here. Thing. We, we yeah. Oh my God! I got catcalled. Like, what was it? <laughs> a long time ago. No, I got catcalled like <laughs> last week or something. I was driving home, and I think I was in the car by myself, and uh, and this guy in a convertible was next to me. <laughs> it was like the Northeast Philadelphia, and he's like, Yo ma. And I, I'm just yeah. staring. Oh. I'm just staring out at the front. I'm like, uh, no. I didn't look at you when I was 17. I'm not going to look at you now. Yo, ma. And then he, like, sped off because he was pissed I didn't look at him. Um, you can't get any girl's attention by saying, yo, ma. <laughs> yeah, I never really understood how guy be like, yo, nice ass, and expect, you know, the girl to stop dead in her tracks. And there's the man of my dreams. Yeah. So, Ain't happening. Those are the guys in relationships <laughs> that don't expect <laughs> anything. All right, so we will pack it in. We will talk to you this Monday night. Thank you again for being with us tonight here on The Stoop, and thanks for my friends that listened and texted in, and thanks for Jennifer Taylor for coming on and being wonderful, and thank you again, Joel Taney, for being the best damn co-host anybody could ever ask for. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I can't wait You're to ha- have a party. We're going to have a stoop party. We're going to have a Halloween party. We're going to party, party, party. Party all the way up. We're going we're gonna to party. You get one go around, so you might as well live it up to its fullest. YOLO. For the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful, incredible Jewel Tady, I am Jeff Marie signing off. Thank you so much for joining us again. And remember, America, don't be a douche. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hold it. We're still in the air. And I am aware that we are. Here's a stupid reminder again. Good night.